So, it's been one week as opposed to two weeks. So we're trying something new. We need to go back. Much to the dismay of both of you. <laughs> yeah. Here's my upstairs neighbors are home. <laughs> Can you hear them jumping on the floor? Yeah, they're they have they're fans of doing uh, calisthenics or jumping jacks or stomping or maybe getting a little too drunk. I know the feeling. You've hit to find out. I haven't really talked to them. I've got upstairs neighbors who love moving the furniture at three in the morning. So what else would uh, you do? Classic. With? Yeah. Anyway. Simon is at college now. Yes, I'm in the apartments. I have four roommates, so it's five of us. We'll have a room with three people. So is it a room of three and a room of two connected? Yeah, and then we have a a living room and a kitchenette. Huh, interesting. One and a half bath. That is interesting. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, one and a half bath. Does that mean only one shower? One shower. Oh, minutes. no. Oh, no. It has not been a problem yet. <laughs> oh, that one shower for five people. That That is going to be a problem. Or a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save water. We're going to drought. Not anymore. You're just with the homies. Just showering with the homies. I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kiss a homie goodnight <laughs> that ain't gay <laughs> how many uh baths do you have in my apartment there's four of us and then there's one like bathtub with a shower attachment and then one shower and even still like the one person to share a shower with annoys me when he chooses to shower I couldn't imagine there being five people well luckily we have uh like, our schedules stack in, like, the best way possible, I guess. Plus, one of my roommates showers at night. I mean, one of my roommates has been MIA since, like, Thursday. So. <laughs> he may have no class on Friday, so he could just dip Thursday and come back Monday. That is true. I, unfortunately, do have class on Friday. That I get wrecked, scrub. Now I have no class on Friday, and then my class on Monday starts at 4 p.m., so there's always the chance I can just drive up to Bakersfield and, I don't know, annoy Sam while I'm there. Convenient. So how are you liking UCSB over there, Simon? It's pretty good. Um, I've only had three classes, so I don't have much of an opinion. But I do like the campus. And the classes haven't been extremely hard. What do you like about the campus? What's good about it? Uh, the weather. And <laughs> I myself am fond of cycling. And I have a bicycle. And there are lots of bike lanes and bike racks. So it's been fun biking the class. All right. Or even like there's like a little college town called Isla Vista. Basically, it's attached to the university. So it's been fun biking through. All right. So what classes are you taking this semester? I am taking French 4, Japanese 4, which is probably going to be very difficult, and 
French 153, which is called Fantasy slash Fantastic, and I'm not exactly sure what we're going to be talking about, but it's a major requirement, and it's taught in English, so I can't complain. Huh. Odd. So I'm only taking three classes this whole quarter? Yep, and that rounds up to 13 units. How on earth is that 13? Isn't the max four per class? No, language classes are five. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It is. So long do you expect uh, you to be at college for? Three years. So that would make five total with your two mm -hmm. years of community? Yeah, but my last year is abroad, so that's okay. Ah. So you're going to France or you're going to Japan? Uh, if I can get away with it, both. <laughs> Semester in one, semester in the other. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm probably just going to have to pick one, and that one will probably have to be France. All right. Because that is my actual major. You're not going to weep it up? Yeah, my two roommates are trying to take their last year abroad in Japan. That's just because they're massive weebs. Fat oof. <laughs> like, 90% of the programs going to Japan are, like, not for Japanese or for, like, engineers Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. Exactly. <laughs> South in the weeds. But they probably should be learning something a bit more useful for that field, like German or French or Italian. <laughs> yeah, everyone who's going abroad to Japan is not going there to learn the language. <laughs> yeah. I also live next to an airport. Oh, is that what we're hearing now? Yeah. Ah, fun times. How have uh, your guys' classes been? Been going pretty well. I've had my first round of midterms last week and a bit of next week. So that means we're a third of the way through this semester. I guess the middle. I guess the middle one, not. <laughs> now my classes have been fine. It's all major stuff, thankfully, but I have to take one GE class, and this will be my last one for my lower level GEs. Oh, yeah, the. Uh... Western folk tales, Western yeah. European folk tales. Excuse me. Yeah. How's, how's that been? It's been okay. The class is pretty easy, all things considered. There will be four papers due for that class, and we had to turn in the first one last week, and we have to write one actual critical paper, and then three like quote unquote papers where I can turn in like an image gallery, or I can like write my own folk tale. So I did, like, the one real essay first, just to get it out of the way. And I was just comparing, like, one of the stories I read in class to one of Tolkien's stories, because Tolkien Tolkien just, like, took a bunch of folktales and it was like, these exist in Lord of the Rings now. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But once I finished up with that one, all I have left will be the upper-level GEs, which is more fun to do. How about you, Sam? I've gotten through one midterm, two more are this week, then the last one is I don't even remember when it was moved to. Ouch. When the midterm's tomorrow, you decide to study tonight? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I studied a little bit for my Japanese placement exam because they made me do that here. 
And uh, I didn't do so well on it because they quizzed me on things I didn't know because I wasn't taught them because we were using a different textbook. But I, if I uh, went with the class that the teacher recommended me, I'd have to wait till spring. So she's like, you know what? Why don't you try on the class that you wanted that is probably too hard for you, but it's more convenient. So we'll <laughs> let you try it. And I am very quickly learning like how to do things that I should know. So that's been fun. It's funny you're complaining on your podcast about having to take the test, but then you realize the test was actually useful in placing where you are. Yeah. Then you realize the real test was the friends we made along the way. So has there been any gen ed classes you guys have liked? I mean, that's a different question. So, there's been classes that, what? Just a completely different question. Well, no, because, like, classes that I've liked versus, like, classes that I find useful are two very different categories. So, like, there's been, like, a few genetic classes that, like, were okay, mostly because I had friends who were also taking the class. Uh, the only one that I... Like, I actually thought was fun was the argument and debate class that I took. So, yeah, for that class, it was me, my friend Quinn, and my friend Xander, and we were just having fun. So, we had to do um, one of our assignments, we had to do a uh, proof of like a statement of fact speech where I had to pick a fact and then prove that fact. And uh, my fact was that the earth is flat. <laughs> so, I did a, a five minute speech about how the earth is actually flat with evidence and then did you pass i got an a in the class that is hilarious so the teacher was uh really nice so i got a d on that assignment (laughs) and uh it was mostly because i forgot to turn in the outline and um he gave me a zero for evidence as it was all from the 1800s What was really funny was the guy that's in front of me had to do a refutation speech. So he had to do a five-minute speech about how I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a fun time. So, like, yeah, so, like, me, Xander, and Quinn just had, like, a fun time in that class. But that's just because of who I was with, not because of how the class actually was. I've just had to take... Uh, bring up my course history i've had to take so many ge classes and so many of them have been just a waste of time i feel you see thankfully i was able to skip quite a few uh general education requirements because of ap tests so i did not have to take a history course because of my ap u.s history score and i did not have to take uh, my first three classes of calculus because of my AP Calculus 2 score. And then I was almost able to skip my politics requirement due to my AP government score. But that's that was another uh, kind of hullabaloo that happened. Because for my school, in order to fulfill the political science requirement, you have to get a four or five on the AP government exam, and then pass the California government exam, which is a completely separate exam run by the state to show how much you know about state government and state history. 
Ouch. And they don't they don't teach anything about that at all in California schools. They do not. So they was they were like, uh, you can buy this sixty dollar textbook and you can take the test like a month from now, or you can take the test tomorrow if you're confident. And I actually had no idea what was on the test. I just heard California government test. I was like, oh, it's going to be just more AP government. So I decided to take the test like that day. And uh, it was incredibly specific to California politics. And I don't know who the first California governor was. I don't know who started the opposition party in California. And so there's a lot of questions I just had no clue whatsoever. The mark to hit was 30 out of 50, and I was able. And if I hit that mark, I could skip the political science class, and I got 29 out of 50. That's very lucky of you. I was so close, but I had to take the class, and that was just boring. Big goof. I have to take an American history course here because they require that for some reason. All of the general education requirements are come down from on high like they're from the state government they're not by school they're not even from the uc system and i mean you spent two years doing general education stuff at community college mm-hmm. was there any class you took there that you found in any way useful um useful just my language classes those are the only things that were actually useful to me other than that i would just pick stuff that filled requirements and sounded fun I mean, your language classes, they're for your major, though. They're not general education classes. Well, for UC, they are gen ed. You have to take one year of language at UC system, at a UC school. That's lame. Yeah, it's lame for people who are not me. <laughs> so I did one year of two languages, so I definitely got in. <laughs> but I only did that originally because I was going to be a linguistics major and I Santa Barbara, or at least the UC system. To graduate with a linguistics degree, you have to take um, a, I believe it's two years of a uh, language and one year of another language that's not in the same language family. And um, so I was taking French because that was the language of my like main focus. And since French is an Indo-European language, I couldn't take uh, Spanish because that is also an Indo-European language. And the only other language that they offered besides Italian, which is also an Indo-European language, was Japanese. So I took Japanese, and now it's my <laughs> other major. Because <laughs> Japanese is a Japonic language, as you might imagine. Calculated. I don't know, saying language family, that feels really broad because... It is really broad. Because, like, like, Indian is so much, like, different from French that, like, yeah, they're in the same family technically, but, like... They're different languages entirely. It's not like Spanish and Portuguese where they're, like, the same language barring, like, a few words. Like, it's very different... (laughs) Well, they say language family because the languages are all descended from a common ancestor, like a species. But aren't all languages, like, really? Because aren't all humans descended from a common ancestor? So aren't all languages from a common ancestor? Speak for yourself. Um, that idea has been heavily debunked by linguists. There is no such thing as proto-world in the linguistic community. But I mean, you could say the same about pretty much any, like, proto-language. Like, going back far enough, there's no evidence 
for it to yeah for a proto indo-european to like exist in the way that we currently understand it but it is just a fairly good guesstimation i don't know when you say family like romance i find to be like a good family or cyrillic like a good family but like saying indo-european but you mean balto-slavic is that the actual name for it i always just called it cyrillic as balto-slavic it's Lithuanian laughing and then all of the Slavic languages because fuck you. <laughs> and then there's Germanic. I was just thinking of the name of the alphabet. Yeah, well, it's good enough, honestly. May as well call it Cyrillic. Except uh, Lithuanian, Latvian, Polish, and the uh, most of the Yugoslav languages and all the West Slav languages use the Latin alphabet. So it is an, an accurate... Uh, Way to describe it. It all sounds like a Russian to me. That's because they're all mutually intelligible to a pretty good degree. <laughs> this reminds me of an Onion video where it's a uh, in um, intelligible shouting is a uh, set as America's national language. So, are there any GE classes you took, Simon, that you found fun? Yeah, I took a. Uh... A history of Western Civ until like 1500, 1700, I mean. No, it was 1500. And I like that because I was pretty much the Hermione Granger of that class because I already knew it all. So <laughs> I was having a good time. That's only 100 years of EU4. <laughs> pretty much. Well, I didn't know it all, but I, I, I learned a lot, but I knew like enough to like <laughs> get it done. What about you, Sam? Have you had any GE classes you found useful and or fun? Uh, the geology one was fun. <laughs> and yeah. So I'm guessing that's a no on any of them being useful. I guess the lifetime fitness was useful, albeit I'm not doing a lot with it. But it did give me information that's good to know and whatnot. Are you not applying the elements of fitness to your daily life? Uh, nope. Are you not biking all <laughs> the way to CSUB from your house? That was the least safe thing to do. Very far as well. Guaranteeing you're going to get hit by a car. That's dangerous by car, even. Bakersfield's <laughs> not a good city for biking. Barely a good city for driving. <laughs> it's barely a good city. <laughs> Yeah, I've met another uh, Bakersfieldian in my uh, French class by coincidence, and I was like, hey, and I guess, like, I'm pretty sure Bakersfield is really just divided by schools, so oh, yeah. my immediate question oh, yeah. is, what school did you go to? That That is the question. Yeah, because that really just determines everything I need to know about you. And he went to a charter school, so my immediate thought is, not a Bakersfielder. <laughs> I've met one guy from Bakersfield, and he went to BHS. Nice. As far as I know, no one from our high school went here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they all went to Slow. No, I know only only like one person, or no, two people got into Slow, and I think only one went. From what I remember at like rallies, most people were going, or at least trying to go to Slow. Uh, CSUB, and uh, maybe some UCs, 
like if they're overachievers to go to like the classic UCs, UCLA, UC Berkeley, I feel like other people would just go to like UC San Diego if they got into a UC. UC Merced. Maybe Davis. Quite a few went to Davis. A lot of people went to Riverside. Yeah, that sounds about right. The only person I know who went to Merced was Rigo. And I still have no idea why he decided to go. <laughs> I imagine a lot of people, besides BC or just not going to college, I feel like they just go to like random CSUs, apart from CSUB. I was hoping to complain about GEs because just... I mean, we spent how many years of high school and middle school and elementary school? 12 years. Yeah, 12 years doing ostensibly general education. And then finally we get to go to College. a school of our choice doing um, a, a career of path. Of, yeah, a major of our choice going towards a career path of our choice. And then once again, the government is like, nah, we got to prove that you know how to do like basic shit for some reason they were gonna make you pay for it this time for no reason exactly so like every class costs like a couple hundred bucks for credit yeah it's around two hundred dollars i believe so like if it's a three credit class that's six hundred bucks yeah so like public school like just had us like locked in for 12 whole years of nothing but general education and now we're on our own. We're adults, but now we have got to pay for more general education. You guys are paying two hundred fifty bucks per unit. Yeah. And a lot of these like GE classes are worth like three or four units because they're like built into other majors. So I had to take a biology class to fulfill a science GE, and that was a three-unit class because bio majors take this class. I had to take just like random ass classes to fulfill like bullshit GEs, and it makes no sense at all i mean i think it sort of does it's just like it's not really useful but like the idea is that it's supposed to make you a more rounded person but it's still like 12 fucking years though i know they, they had 12 years to make us rounded it's just completely ridiculous now we're paying to make us more rounded yeah it's just absolutely there definitely needs to be, like, serious education reform. Because it is just so antiquated and just retarded. Yeah, sort of by production year. Simon, if we made you god emperor in charge of the United States, how would you solve our education system? What are your ideas? Um, I would increase funding. Just throw more money at the problem? Not only for sports, but for... Uh... I mean, that is a problem the education system faces is a lack of funding, especially for like the arts and stuff, because I feel like a lot of the money, depending on where you're at, really goes towards uh, sports and uh, sciences, is, or really STEM, if the school is getting money at all, let's be real, but uh, I feel like if you want to make kids more well-rounded, I feel like a more... As well as an appreciation for the sciences, more of an appreciation for the arts, even though, you know, you can't really make kids appreciate shit like that. But yeah, it's not how kids operate. You can't make them care about things. Yeah, that's sort of like the problem with, like, a very fundamental problem with the educational system or education in general is, like, it's hard to make people care. Which is why I think a lot of people 
And now that I think about it, I would have to agree that in more of an a la carte style of education, where like you start off in like middle school, I believe is what people like to say, is like you start in middle school and like kids are like, instead of like a couple of electives and then all GE, it's much more electives than GE. So like people start working on their vocation in like middle school. I feel like something like that would be a better system, at least to try out. Yeah, trying things out is definitely a good thing. I sort of disagree with that. People who argue for people should start like having job experience in middle school, in my experience, are the same people who argue that, oh, picking like a job for the rest of your life when you're 18, you're way too young. We should have them pick the job when they're 11. That's, no, that's not the solution yeah. to the problem. I feel like experimenting, at least when you're younger, is, I think, definitely a better idea. Exactly, but I feel that having an element of choice in middle school would be counterproductive, especially since there were some electives that were just fun. Like, I remember, it's weird saying those words because I generally don't, but I remember in middle school there was, like, a, like, a filmmaking class. Do you remember that? What class? It was like, it taught you how to like film things. Oh, I didn't take that class. I took a computer programming class. Yeah, I should have taken that class because looking at my major now. But like, yeah, there was a filmmaking class and people took it because it was fun and easy, <laughs> not because they actually wanted to do anything with filming in the future. So that's the problem that I see when uh, like people say like, well, let people pick their classes because they're going to pick classes that are fun and easy, not classes that'll prepare them for the future. So yeah, there should be way more variety, especially in like middle school. But I think it should still be more regimented, where more Prussian, because we have the Prussians. We have the Prussian system for school. What is, uh, can you define that? Because I don't know what that really means. Um, it's much. It's as you said. It's very regimented. It's not as regimented as it once was, but it's definitely like you do this at this time and this time and this time, and you have to do these things because we said so. And then they sprinkle in a little bit of uh, nationalist propaganda for of fun. Of course, that's what you have to do. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never had to do that in uh, Carmel. Never. Really? Yeah, that's, I guess that's the perks of living in Liberalville, USA. <laughs> pledge allegiance to Clint Eastwood, the mayor of our great city, who gave us back our <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Was he the one who liked it for the ice cream thing? Or is that someone else? Uh, yeah, I believe that was him. Well, it's more like he expanded uh, like the business area of Carmel because he's angry that is like everyone is acting stupid about it, <laughs> which is reasonable. Um, you know he did he did overturn the ice cream ban. <laughs> got him. Oh, that's great. Yeah, like, a lot more variety of choice. He fights for the people. I'd say a lot more variety, but I'd say less choice. That'd be my solution for things. Like, in middle school, like, instead of having, like, two electives each year, that like, a total of six electives, I would instead split that into 12, and you have, like, a quarter just to, like, learn something new. Like, a quarter of computer programming, a quarter of art, a quarter of, I don't know, like, cooking, a quarter of applied mathematics or something like that just a 
So you have like yeah, and then like you know like creative writing. Exactly. You have like yeah, musicianship. Yeah, so you have like way more opportunities throughout your middle school career to try numerous different things. I feel like that's the word. Yeah, I think that's the word that we're really looking for is more opportunities. Yeah. Is at least in Bakersfield for education, there are like no opportunities to do anything. I mean, we had some choice. We had electives. I mean, like <laughs> opportunities to do like interesting things. Yeah. Like field trips and nature studies class, which should basically just be like Boy Scouts, but I guess it'd be focusing or like naturalist. What is it? Naturalist. Geology. Like you guys should have been in the scouts. That would have been so much fun. I know. I wanted to, but my parents didn't trust the uh, local organization, so I never got to do it. I mean, did they Did they know I was... They went to the one in the Dale. Yeah, that... No, you didn't, because that was mine. That's where my parents went, and they didn't trust the people at that location, so I never got to do scouts. Wait. Which, which troop did you try to go to? Because... The one in Oildale was the one that I was a part of. Um, I never went to anything. <laughs> My parents went, and they decided that they didn't like it, so I wasn't going to do it. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Yep. Nah, because as soon as my parents moved to Bakersfield, they signed me up for the local Cub Scout group, and that is where I spent the next... God, math is hard. I spent the next 13 years in the Scouts. And then I've spent the last two years working as a merit badge counselor. Nah. Yeah, but I think your idea is pretty good for middle school. Like, every quarter, like, a different thing. Exactly. But I definitely think, like, there should be more funding for, like, renovations to schools. Because I feel like our schools are, like, kind of shitty. That has to be done, like, on a school-by-school basis kind of thing. That's not something you could do as a broad yeah. sweeping. At least, like, redoing how schools are funded. Oh, that, that's... Because how they're funded currently is that they're funded from... They're funded from property taxes, which is a bit of a problem. Because it means that uh, wealthier areas that collect higher uh, amounts of property tax get better schools. No, so California, the way they try to supplement that is that they fund schools based on test scores and schools with the lowest test scores get more state funding as a way to supplement the federal funding based around housing uh, prices. So like you always, like you went to like schools of biggest food, you always heard the joke that uh, BCSD always has like three times the funding of any of our districts, like per school, just yeah. because all their test scores are always awful. I remember hearing that they had, like, violins and stuff, but we never got to have it because we were a good school, and I always thought that was kind oh, yeah, of fucked they, up. My father was a music teacher for uh, the Bakersfield City School District, and, oh, yeah, they get violins. Like, they have, they're, like, cellos at their middle schools. They have a lot of equipment. Yeah, so that, I feel like has a couple more kinks to work out, but it it's can definitely work. something difficult to do on a large scale. Yeah. It's better than, uh... No Child Left Behind. I never actually knew what that did. Leave All Children Behind. Basically, the idea of No Child Left Behind was that, uh, let me try to remember this correctly. Basically, 
Every school now has a new target of the minimum reading scores and math scores they need to keep on running. And if they don't meet those scores, then they get shut down. What happens to the like, actual school and the employees when it gets shut down? Um, I forgot, but that's what happens. Something basically. has to happen. That feels... Because then people lose their jobs and then that land has to go somewhere. And then the students need a new school. Yeah, something has to happen. That can't be what that can't be what happens. I for the life of me, I can't remember what happened after that, or if this is even like correct. They get Thanos. I remember it was something along those lines where it was just like absolutely like retarded. I think also like standardized tests you need to get be need to get rid of. When the school closed, they were privatized. Ouch. So. That is a fat oof right there. No Child Left Behind helped start the charter school boom. Was it not that good? Yeah, it's it's a very bad. I would get rid of private schools as well. I don't know. That's... When you're rich enough to send your kids to private school, you're rich enough to lobby against getting rid of them. Yeah, but if I'm God Emperor, then I can just... <laughs> I can Thanos them and then take their money and fund the schools. Take their money. You know, in, a, in an act that would make Bernie Sanders, Sanders blush. But if you go to private schools, you don't automatically get that money. That's not how that works. That is true. I don't know. As long as there's rich people, there's going to be private schools. That's just how it goes. Yeah, but they're definitely like... They're not draining anything. It's definitely unfair. When the idea of the education system is to create like a fair way for people to be educated and trained in some sort of manner. And having like people like fast track themselves into a better education through money, I feel like is a not the best option. Or like just not good. I don't I don't I see nothing wrong with private schools where people are it's the same thing like with homeschooling, where private schools is basically just homeschooling on a larger scale, where you're paying money to have your children yeah. educated outside of the public school system. But with private schools, you're paying a lot of money for your students, uh, for your kid to get a very good education. It's the same thing why like parents in China will move to the U.S. To get a better education for their kids. I don't see anything really wrong with mm -hmm. private schools, like, as a concept. I see it definitely as a little problematic. You just want to beat up more rich kids in middle school, don't you, Simon? Pretty much. <laughs> you want to go back? God, who wants to go back? Not me. Or do you want to just show up <laughs> in middle school and just beat up kids regardless? Yeah, just show up with a freaking tire iron. I think a lot of how I feel about a uh, public school is more like the culture shock, shock I experienced from moving from uh, Centennial to Carmel. Because Carmel is like way nicer. And uh, there's like a lot more educational opportunity in terms of like things to do. Give an example. Um, there is digital music, graphic design, uh, dance was actually like a thing uh, a lot more field trips 
more APs. There's AP Psych, AP Environmental Science. No AP Euro for some stupid reason. <laughs> you never got a chance to redeem yourself for that one. No, I couldn't. It was just like, but the culture was definitely like way worse there. I did not like the uh, student culture there at all compared to the Centennial. All right, explain what you mean. Like, naturally, because, uh, well, basically how that school was is that they expected you to take pretty much every AP you could possibly, like, chug down your throat. And poor-performing students were typically just, like, shipped off to their version of Vista West. Hmm. Like, really, like, pushed to do that. It was definitely, like, a little, little sus. And there was, like, no school spirit. No spirit weeks, weeks like we had in Centennial. Because at least from what I remember, Centennial was very fun. is a lot is very lively. In terms of like spirit weeks and like things to do. That's true. But like, we had no lights for our stadium, so uh, football games were on Saturday mornings for some reason. So like, no one wanted to go to football games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had no marching band for whatever reason. Maybe. Uh, it would have been cool if we did, but I guess it's not 100% necessary, but it's definitely, like, a part of the high school experience to have a marching band. We did have a pep band, though. So I guess that's good enough, but, like, I don't know. I feel like marching bands are... I feel like they're cool. <laughs> this is the man who never actually marched and just stood in the pit. Yep. <laughs> From a student perspective, it's a lot of fun. To, like, be a part of something and then, like, present it. Yeah. With, like, a whole bunch of people that are your friends and you spend a lot of time with them. That makes sense. Kind of like a sport. But, you know, it's not a sport. <laughs> and so back up a bit. So you said that if you didn't take as many AP classes as you possibly could, you were... And you performed poorly. You performed poorly. You were shunned socially or the school, like, shunned you? Like, was it a student thing or was it an institutional thing? institutional what was the question <laughs> how do you feel about the quality of education you received in bakersfield during your k-12 years i want you to contribute something so it's not just a me and simon podcast yeah <laughs> well the thing is i'm like looking at this homework and i'm like i don't think i can finish this if i continue doing the podcast right now sam i'll tell you what You've guaranteed next week's topic is going to be time management, and we're going to make fun of you. Yeah. What does time management have to do with it? <laughs> you doing your homework at the last minute. And not doing it while you had prior engagements that would prevent you from doing it. I blame work. <laughs> for today. <laughs> I can blame work for today, but not yesterday. <laughs> Anyway, Grant, how do you feel about the quality of your education that you received in Bakersfield during your K-12 years? So while you're waiting for Sam, I actually did Google um, how the two are rated. Our high school was rated at a 9 and is currently at a 9. That's pretty good. So, like, you, you call your education poor, and you can definitely call the city poor, but our education is, compared to the rest of the nation, well above average. 
gonna look up your high school to see how it fares. What's the actual name of your high school? Carmel High School. Thank you. I mean, I also like was in the retard classes, <laughs> so like that definitely like puts a pretty big like damper on like ten out of ten, ninety seventh percentile. Yeah, I went to a good high school. That's incredible. Yeah, I noticed the difference, <laughs> and I was pretty pissed, which is why I feel the way I feel. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, so. Discuss what would change about middle school. Would you change anything about high school if, once again, you're still the god emperor about the education system? No, I think at high school it would have to narrow down. How so? I feel like the current uh, style of electives in high school, where it's one per uh, semester or year, is a fairly good system. I think being... uh, one per semester would be a bit better. But I feel like they probably could be a bit more focused. Higher art classes, like higher level art classes, or like more focused sort of art classes, like design, for example, or printing. And classes like sports med, which I believe are fairly common in high schools. Like things like that, that are a bit more like narrowed down, but like general enough. Was, do you have sports met at Carmel High School? Yep. Really? Huh. Well, that's we're in like the 97th percentile or whatever. Yeah. So like, we and I said we had like AP Environmental Science, AP Psychology, Philosophy, <laughs> like uh, Digital Music, so like Music Producing, Graphic Design, which included like Printing and like Learning How to Design a poster or whatever which i did and i didn't learn any of it because (laughs) it wasn't that intense but for people who would actually care they learned a lot from that class i mean if you didn't learn that shows like that shows that the class doesn't actually teach and the class doesn't need to exist and the people who actually care probably already know what's going on maybe some people would probably need an actual class or a class would be useful Mm. Because that class offered a, uh, a what's it called, a free opportunity to like get certified with Adobe uh, Photoshop, ah. which could probably be useful for people. But like, I think you get what I mean. Like, yeah, I do. It, the class give you more opportunities. It gives you more experience, and in this case, it gives you actual. Yeah, it definitely like expands like, what you know. Yeah, it's definitely like cool to do. But, like, for some people, they're not... It's like any other class where, like, you're not going to remember at all, like, after, like, a year. But it's definitely, like, cool to do, at least. I mean, if you're not going to, like, remember it in a year, I'd call it completely useless. Because that's... My thinking of how high school should be run is, yeah, it should be more narrow, it should be more focused. So, like, if we have, like, my system of... You've taken, like... You've gotten general education up through middle school, and you've taken... About a dozen of like electives so you know like what you want to do or you like know like the area that you're interested in high school would be the time when you would get to like more narrowly hone in on what you actually care about so like if you figured out 
like in middle school that, oh, you really like math and science, you could take higher level math or science courses. Or if you really like English and history, you can take more in-depth English and history courses. Or if you found you really interested in a creative field, you're thrown into the dumpster where you're going to end up anyway. Because, like, if you, if you think about high school, like, the classes that you took then that you didn't care about, how many of them were there? How many classes did you just completely despise? Um, Everything but music classes. <laughs> and language. Yeah, and, like, so, you, yeah, you took a whole bunch of history classes and science classes that... I didn't care about and I don't remember. Yeah, you didn't care about, you don't remember, and that means they didn't help you. Because mm-hmm. if you don't remember something, that means it clearly did not affect you. So I definitely think in high school that it needs to be much more focused. So if like if you figure out in middle school that you're really in big into science and technology, no, you shouldn't need four more years of English. You shouldn't need three more years of history. You should be able to like focus in more on what you actually care about. And if it turns out that, oh, you're really good at like English and history, but you're really bad like at math, you shouldn't need to take then four more years of mathematics. I feel you. Yeah. And parring all of that, after 12 years of general education, you shouldn't then need a dozen more. a dozen more GE classes in college. I feel like a couple of them like might be useful. Like if you're going to be a scientist, like being able to properly format a paper would be useful. Yeah, but then you could have a specialized course for it. Yeah. So like, but that would be yeah. So you're right. It'd be yeah. part, but it would be part of the science course. Yeah. Like you would need to take an English analysis class. You would take a writing for engineers class. Yeah. Or a uh, formatting class, so to speak. Yeah. Like the same way, like if you were taking, like, if you're majoring in like history, you maybe have like a stats course, but like you wouldn't need like geometry and you wouldn't need calculus you just need to like be able to like i'm not quite sure what you'd use with stats for history but i'm sure you might need it i don't know i feel like stats is the one math that applies to a lot of areas in a lot of weird ways well history is more of like studying what happened and doing cross comparisons which is a bit more of an english analysis sort of field but of course, that depends on like what kind of history you're doing. Like a historian, who like delves through books and like compares notes to like find out the truth of what actually happened to like the best possible degree that we can find. Or like a person who runs a museum, who may not need to do those sorts of things, but you know what I mean. Kind of. I don't really know what a historian does. Uh, those sorts of things, either running a museum or collecting dust somewhere. <laughs> Historian's job is just to collect more dust. But it just happens to be mildly interesting on YouTube. <laughs> the only thing you can do with a history degree is make a vaguely interesting history YouTube channel. <laughs> so you've completely finished your GEs, and I still have yep. a few more to go before I'm entirely done. <sighs> Because I remember when I first went into uh, middle school, I did uh, summer school and I did PE and mythology. And I feel like having like those sorts of things on like a quarter level would just be fucking awesome. Yeah, I remember there being like a summer school for middle school, but I don't have any 
remember it existing, but I don't have any memory of what actually happened. But that's my memory for you. Yeah. Well, I don't remember exactly what happened. I just remember having a good time because I was, <laughs> like, playing dodgeball and also, like, learning myths, which is pretty cool in my opinion. Yeah. That's... I don't know. Summer school was always beneficial, but it was never meant for students to actually use, just for people who failed to have a chance to not fail. Like, summer school yeah. was never a resource that an average student could utilize it was always just to better themselves yeah it never made you better for the most part yeah it always brought you up to the level and never it wasn't there to help you get ahead it was there if you failed algebra three years in a row yeah or for some people to like get ahead because i used summer school to uh not do pe for the second year (laughs) and do music instead oh man summer school pe that's a story i can tell that's I won't sign sign up here for that one, though, because that's funny. I took... Yeah, I didn't have uh, summer PE with you. At least I don't remember. No, because I took summer PE via the PE textbook. That is actually awesome. I'll I'll tell that story next week when we get Sam on, because that's actually a really funny story. There could definitely be, like, clubs that can be incorporated as classes, like Mock Trial or Model UN. Was that a club at Centennial? Yes, they were both clubs. We had a Model UN? I don't remember. I don't have any memory of that. Actually, I'm not sure if we had a Model UN. I know Carmel did, but I think... No, Centennial didn't. Yeah. What do you learn in that kind of class? Model UN is basically uh, research and debate. So hmm. a lot like mock trial, but it's more about international issues. Interesting. Yeah, it's a very like cool idea for a club. And then, like, different schools get together, and then they debate about international issues. But they, like, quote, represent the uh, country that they're sort of representing, I guess. Hmm. So, like, it could be, like, a border dispute between what's a fun one people like to talk about. Uh, was it the Nicaragua Honduras, where Google accidentally gave them land, and then they invaded, claiming that? Yeah, or, like, uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh... Like, the fucking border gore that is the Balklands. Because <laughs> if you get, like, the nitty-gritty of it, it is just absolutely disgusting. Bosnia. Can I have coastline Croatia? No. Bosnia does have Croatia. It has a coastline, though. It's, like, ten miles <laughs> wide. <though. laughs> yeah, like, stuff like that. Like, it's definitely a cool idea. No, clubs can definitely help supplement what classes aren't doing. The big problem is... Is that their clubs? Yeah. They probably should be classes. Yeah, well, the clubs don't have enough structure. Like, if you remember back yeah. to high school, um, like, most of the clubs were student-run, which, like, was A, a really good thing, because it allowed for a lot of clubs to exist that really wouldn't exist, but it also meant that clubs that were trying to do something along those lines couldn't really get off the ground. There was a... It was called the Ben Franklin Civil Society. It was started as half a, halfway a joke, halfway a real thing, where it's meant to be a sort of, where it, yeah, so it started as part of a joke, I believe it was by Jordan, probably also Brayden, or Bing Bong, as I actually know him. So, like, there was an attempt at a, like, literary analysis and debate club, but because of it being run by students with students, so it was just a bunch of friends just hanging out, it never really got off the ground to do anything. 
So while all clubs had to have like a teacher advisor, the clubs were never like useful in that kind of area. So most clubs ended up just being like a way people hung out at lunch. Yeah, like the spike ball thing. Like niche sports is definitely more of a club thing than like something like mock trial. Yeah, and I was captain of our school's croquet team. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, like, there's no way clubs can, like, supplement fractional classes the way that they were run at our school, even though theoretically they could, they just never in practice could. Schools, man, they could be better. Definitely hard to justify, but also, I'm not sure how to, like, collect my thoughts and explain. Uh, Give it a minute. About this topic. Like, I was just going to, like, talk about, like, the retard class. Like, it's hard to justify, (laughs) but it makes sense. It's existence. Any group of humans exist on a bell curve, and you have to be able to accommodate for everyone on that bell curve. Yeah. But, you know, it's a bit hard to, like, go to kids and, like, hey, you're in the retard class. I mean, but, like, what else can you do? I know. That's sort of, like, the problem. Like, it's hard morally, but... You kind of have to. Yeah, because if you put them into a higher level class, then they're going to fail, and then they're going to feel bad about themselves, and then it's going to cause problems because you have people that fail. And But if you tell people you're in the retard class, yeah. or if they feel that they're in the retard class, and they just give up. Because it's already over in the fifth grade. <laughs> was there a retard class? Was that special ed? Ignore special ed. Was there actually a retard class in the fifth grade? Yes, I was in the stupid what? math class. Yeah. I don't remember that being a thing. I... There were three levels of math. Were there? And I was in the lowest one, i.e. the stupid class. I don't remember that. I'll, all I know about fifth grade math was I won a medal for getting like first in some math contest. Because <laughs> I've always been really good at math. <laughs> yeah, I've always been exceptionally terrible. So I got to be in the uh, short bust version of the math class. Yeah, I just have no memory of that at all. <laughs> well, I do, which is why I have strong feelings about it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it didn't demoralize you, did it? You just knew you weren't ever going to be a mathematician. <laughs> uh, it did. It definitely made me feel like a fucking idiot. Mm. Which is... That's also the problem with, like, standardized tests. Is that, like, you can't necessarily put a number on intelligence... Yeah, but that standardized testing is a whole nother can of worms that there has to be some way to judge what kids know about any given subject. And the only way... But there has to be a reason to do it. Yeah, well, like, colleges need a way to, like, know which kids are smart and which kids are dumb. And, like, the government needs a way to, like, know what schools are doing well and what schools are doing poorly. And, like... Standardized testing, yeah, it's bad, but there's, like, nothing that can really serve those purposes as well. Yeah. It's, like, almost a necessary evil, but it is it really is a crutch that a lot of schools rely upon far too heavily. Mm-hmm. Which sort of goes back to we need to, like, work on how schools are funded. Yeah. When systems have been in place for so long, it is really difficult to change them. It's another thing we can talk about is some things are incredibly resistant to change. 
because of how much that change would matter to everyone. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, drastic change, like, immediately is the answer, but it's hard. Whenever I try to think about stuff like that, is the fact that, like, most banks are still run by punch cards. So there are still companies that create new, like, brand new punch cards and new punch card reading machines because there are many institutions that like still run via like punch cards and no one wants to update them for fear of something going wrong and no one wants to be the person who like updates the banking infrastructure and causes a global financial crash and it's similar with education where no one wants to be the person to change the education system and then have something go wrong yeah and like especially so one thing i talk about is you don't know like even if you changed if you made a drastic change you won't know if it worked for another 20 years so my uh, college recently switched from quarters to semesters and i've spoken with some of the faculty about this and um, no one will know if it was a good change until 2030 because by then everyone who knew quarters will be out and it'll have been two theoretically it'll be two like rounds of people going into semesters and out with semesters so it'll take like 10 to 15 years to know whether or not this was a good change so if like yeah we drastically change the education system it would take like another 20 years to find out whether or not it improved anything. Probably even 30. Possibly. Like, it's 20 in the low end, because you have to get everyone who's in the system right now through. And then at least one group who doesn't know through. Precisely. And by then, 20 years, that's five new, in the U.S. at least, it's five new administrations of government. So change... Mm -hmm. Change is difficult and change it has to be slow it takes way too long but it has to take that long yeah for like for from our perspective well history's consequences are hard to know immediately of course so while it's easy to talk about what should be changed it's change has to be slow that's how these things have to operate mm-hmm. and we just hope everything slowly improves i mean even though we hate and despise it i have no ill feelings towards our middle and high school education me neither really i'm just more mad at like the circumstances i mean you got to see what it's like at the top that's i know (laughs) and that like i went to the top and i didn't like what i saw (laughs) i wrote a whole like six page paper on why I think our education system sucked at uh, Carmel because I was that mad about what I saw. Really? Yeah, for my senior level writing class. It was more like, it was like a history of the education system of California, which is pretty much, it was garbage from the start, as you might expect from California. (laughs) And sort of like how our current system for funding is problematic in that it allows wealthier communities to get much better schools. 
and the state should do something about it, which they are doing. And I sort of just complain about how the school, like, how, like, the school I went to wasn't good because of the area it was in. Hmm. Well, comparatively. Yeah. And how the school where I currently go to isn't good because it's more education than fun. And I felt, felt, and, well, felt and still feel like that, like, fun and liveliness at a school is very important for students. So I got to rag on that. Some people nodded. Some people were like, why would you say that? <laughs> well, that is because I questioned uh, why there is an LGBT week instead of a spirit week. Yeah. I don't know if that's a fair comparison of things, but that definitely is something of note. Well, I guess, like... It, it definitely says something about the schools. That's like... LGBT week is like a thing for like a certain population of school while spirit week is for the entire population of the school. That's true. And it does say a lot about the schools that which school had which. <laughs> yeah. This is a topic we can always just do more follow up to in smaller segments in later episodes. Mm-hmm. And pressure Sam to talk about how he feels. Honestly, bro, fuck the government. <laughs>